Cobra Breathers, welcome back to the Cuz Chat Podcast, episode 20, 7th of June, 2020. Black McGee here again with my bro. Karakia Mitch, tēnā tātou e te whānau, nau mai whakahoki mai ki tēnei podcast e kia nei ko Cuz Chat. Taku prata kei tāku taha, ko Pango McGee. <laughs> Māua ko Karakia Mitch. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, just translating what you said, bro. Oh, that's the bang, way. straight yeah, in there. Like, no, they need to prepare when you just uh, <laughs> following just, the, just bite off yours, <laughs> <laughs> following the, the tailcoats of others. <laughs> no, I approve, I approve. Yeah, bro, welcome back here again. Um, we got uh, a little bit to get through tonight, but um, yeah, another delayed episode this week. We were uh, entertaining last night. Plan delayed this time, but... Plan delayed, yeah, yeah. We just wanted to make sure that, just in case any shenanigans happened uh, the previous night, that they were, were talked about and captured. So, but and it was pretty safe. It was um, No judgment? Well, there was a bit of form on, on Fleek uh, with the washer box and a bit of trash talking, which I thought, hey, yeah, like, yeah. We approve. We approve as much trash talking as possible. Yep, yeah, I picked up the concept pretty well. You know, I tried to instill... <laughs> The very the you know the basis and foundation of not only washer box but putting your form out there to be judged to be judged yeah yeah um and that yeah that's a led to the old trash talking so I, sp- I suppose you would have got a good reaction too for people that or you know the extended Fano members that aren't really aware of this concept um, yeah I think it opened a, a few of the eyes because they kind of expecting you know um just come around and have a drink and you know which we did anyway but you know it's those little moments there in between where you know you're waiting for the kai to be cooked and no one's you know, only people that are drinking are the adults and they've only had one or two drinks so they're not quite comfortable in their new surroundings so things like washer box or shooting some hoops or throwing the rugby ball around is a great way to you know break the ice or i I agree, ball. and and it's probably in the back of their mind too, eh? Like, oh, he's actually judging my form. Like that. <laughs> yeah, because I, I pretty much said it straight away. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah like, we'll be uh, we'll be checking out, making sure that your form is good. <laughs> Trying to give them the old motion. You know, you just gotta do the motion of uh, you know, give it a bit Nick, of form. Nick will show you that, eh? Yeah, he's all over it. The form. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we've got uh, a little bit to get through tonight. Not too much, but there's a few birthdays. This week, which was surprising because last week was pretty quiet. Uh, so, but they're all kind of flowing through this week. Uh, starting off with on the 31st of May, we had uh, two of the Cuzzy's birthdays. Well, our, our previous guest birthday, Joe Royal, the Cuzzy from another mother, yeah, brother from, another, from mother. another mother, 35 years old on the 31st of May. So, yeah, jeez, <laughs> getting up there, old and- Joe. Like we do, we um, not only test current form, but we judge form which could have happened 20 years ago, which yes. he'll shortly... Uh... Yes, we've got a bit of a poor form story from Mama Les, who uh, we contacted uh, earlier this evening to give us a bit of a... Uh, something something different that we hadn't heard before from yeah. Joe, and uh, I think this the story we've got to tell fits quite nicely. Uh, sharing the same day is Cousy Cody Luke McGee was twenty seven on the on the thirty first of May as well. So happy birthday to Joe and to the old Cuz dog Cody. 
Um, Happy birthday there, Absolutely. Unit of a human being. You oh, are. He's a big man. <laughs> I'd hate to walk down a dark alley and see him at the other end. <laughs> Especially when he's uh, he's donning that uh, porn star mustache he's got. Jeez, that would be a dirty stash. Dirty slug. Give you a butter. Who of a fright? It kind of reminds me of fucking. Henry Cavill in that Mission Impossible movie. <laughs> you just see him walking down the road, pumping his fists to, like guns. <laughs> um, and also uh, the 1st of June, uh, Miles the Wookiee McMillan. Uh, yeah, snuck that one in there, Cuzzy. I don't even know how old you are. Um, we guessed... We're assuming you're around the same age same as Joe age. Royal, so yeah. 35, yeah, you must, maybe yeah. even 36, oh. you know, around that same era. Yeah, no, I think you might be younger than that. Might be younger, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we're just going to say 35, you old bastard. Yeah, yeah. And Dirty old man. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I'd uh, like to know what you got up to with that vice you got given to there. Yeah, cousin. so yeah, he had displayed a, quite of... Uh, An array of, um, array gifts. of gifts that he got. Um Ranging from yeah edible gifts to uh, you know functional yeah. gifts, so that that's always good to have a wide range of, of 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 toys to play with and food to eat. So yeah, happy birthday to you, Miles! Um, and I believe your sister had a birthday the following day on the second of June. Uh, Morgan McMillan. Uh, again, don't know her old years. Must be, uh, must be yeah. Now she's she's around about my age. So she would have been oh, 27, 28, because we were around the same. Oh, okay. I know she's younger yeah, than yeah. me, but I don't know if it's the same year. Yeah, 27 you know, sounds good to me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's keep it with <laughs> that. And uh, one of our aunties had a birthday on the 2nd of June as well, Auntie Jeanette. So big happy birthday to you two ladies. And then we had to dive a little bit deeper, or dig a little bit deeper for the next birthday, which was on the 5th of June. And this was Kayla, who's 20 years old. Who's Kayla? Kayla, she's um, Shana's daughter. Second, or second, you know, second child yeah, after yeah. Kavari. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as I know, okay. she would have shared her birthday on the 5th of June. We mentioned her daughter's birthday a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah, that's right. It's coming back to me now. Because yeah. <laughs> I've got no idea, to be honest. No. Uh, that part of the family I've, you know. Well, actually, I don't think it's me. I think it's them. <laughs> yeah. They have too many kids. <laughs> just too many kids, too many just birthdays. Tai-ho, eh? Yeah, just, you know, buy them an Xbox or you know, play a sport or something. <laughs> Keep yourselves busy. <laughs> yeah, I'm scared to see what's going to happen nine months after this whole COVID pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kids popping out all over the place. Anyway, Cuzzy, um, oh, I don't know much other stories about Kayla, but I remember her being a baby, and fuck, she was a handful. She was a terror child, like most of our younger girl cousins anyway, get nicknamed the devil and whatnot. I think girls in general, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember her being a fucking handful, but other than that, fuck, well, I haven't seen you for fucking, since you were five or so anyway there, cuzzy, but fucking, nevertheless, happy birthday from us here at the... Uh, Cuz Chat Podcast. Yeah, and on the off chance that you actually do listen to this, or, or maybe Auntie Lenny will, or, or someone in the family, pass on the message to wish them a happy birthday. And, you know, November uh, is quickly coming around. 2020 has been a bit of a whirlwind so far, so 
if anything this this podcast can do is to inspire the cousins to, to come out for final day yes. uh, it's the only way that we're really going to kind of have the opportunity to talk and, and get to know you and your kids and reconnect their and kids and <laughs> the moment those um borders are open yeah Fuck, we'll, we'll start that planning for the we'll next final reunion. Yeah, for sure. And I will be bringing the trophy back home just to lay it out here for everyone that may be a little bit worried that the trophy may stay here in Aussie. No, 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 no. I'll bring it back, but I won't actually present it um, until, you know, the prize giving. Yeah, it'll have to stay under lock and key for it, a little while. It will, because um, now that we've opened it up to a clean steel rule, I yep. don't want any premature stealing happening. Yeah, or defacing, <laughs> you know, uh, diminishing the mana it has, it has uh, acquired and I don't being want, in Australia. I don't want them to forget what happened to that trophy, so we do need to bring it up every now and then just to remind yeah, them, mate, just, just to remind you. Black sheep, where's the trophy? <laughs> just tighten the screws a little bit more each time. Yeah, happy birthday to all those people. Uh, you know, if you, got, if you missed anyone, apologies. Let us know. We'll give them a shout out. Um, in a later episode but one of those people we were talking about before uh, at the top of the show Joe Royal has been on the show before um, was great to have him as a guest um, was. And, I, and I thought I'd known Joe pretty well and, and been there for most of the sort of shenanigans and, and that sort of stuff and yeah myself included like fuck, he's been around ever since you know Jesus was a cowboy so yeah so you thought you'd heard it all and then we were Talking to Mama Les tonight, and we sort of mentioned, oh, yeah, Joe's, Joe's birthday. You know, do you have any other stories that you might uh, be willing to share? Just like Les had this one ready, loaded and loaded. She, yeah, hey. like she just popped this one out, and we were like, holy shit, that's actually poor form. <laughs> or, or good form, good form, depending how you want to look at it. <laughs> yes. Like, he actually prevailed in, you know, his said task. So, Maddie? Yeah, so apparently the, the story goes, because um, Joe was pretty much. One of the brothers. He he was ne- never needed an invite to come in if he wanted to stay the night. No, three days. Yeah. Um. I think every generation, like you know, between yourself, Karen, Kelly, me, we all had that one mate that yeah. was just like a part of the furniture. Yeah, yeah. Yourself would have been Damien Croner. Day, Day and Lance, they Day and Lance, sort of, uh, just turn up whenever they liked. Um. But yeah, Karen and Joe, obviously, thick uh, as thieves, and yeah, apparently this one. It must have been a morning. Jo- Joan had, had stayed the night. I must have come home after the pub and stayed the night at mum and dad's and uh, came down in the morning and, and, and said to mum and Les, uh, do you think I could borrow Laurie's truck? And uh, with her reply being... Her, she was like, oh, I think you better ask Laurie that. Uh, why? <laughs> he goes, why, why do you need his, his truck? She goes, uh, well, I... Uh, I brought a girl home last night and I got to take it back to Toonagi. <laughs> so, so not only did he not bring her back to his own home, he brought her back to our family home. And then he asked, you know, Pop to see if he could use his truck to take, to her, take her back to Toonagi. What the fuck? So poor form there. But then we was like, <laughs> then Mitchell asked that, well, did you let him use the truck? He goes, yeah. <laughs> I'm always going to leave him out high and dry. <laughs> Even being the old man, you know, I think he does respect um, some parts of the bro code. And yes, he does understand yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. And, and I think he's coming from the perspective of like, all right, well, this that way, you know, this girl's going to be safe and not stranded 
and and dope or um so yeah Joe you Paul, can just imagine the old man ain't just there shaking his head yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. judgment judgment <laughs> he would be critiquing yeah. hard at the highest level yeah. too <laughs> but I, I I bet you he probably wouldn't have said anything though no no so go back to that bro code uh, is it, is it shot there? Well, obviously he didn't say it because fucking this is the first this I'm the, hearing. Yeah. <laughs> They've been silent for ages. Like, yeah. man. Uh, I yeah. think the old lady must have wanted to get off her chest the moment she fucking gave us the story was just like, what about this time? Yeah. <laughs> I bet you never heard this one. So, yeah, well, thanks, Bubba Les. Thank, thanks, Dad, for letting Joe use the truck. <laughs> and uh, whoever that girl was, um, I hope you got home safely. <laughs> Probably wouldn't be too hard to find out. Two days oh, wow. very big place. Mm, <laughs> yes, we may find out at the end of this podcast. <laughs> um, so that's that's the poor form story for this week. Um, I oh. guess we had a couple of other things uh, to talk about tonight. One of them being, now we'll preface this by saying we're not going to get too political or have a huge commentary on the state of the world at the moment but 2020 is fucked it's terrible man it's like fucked. if you look at it in a whole or as a whole we've had to start the year off australia had bushfires yep they pretty much took up well, you know most of the media content yeah okay bushfires was first and then that was preceded by floods <laughs> <laughs> So you've just gone from one extreme <laughs> yeah. to the other. So let's burn this fucking down and then let's just flood it. Um, the line of work that I, you know, what I'm in, I look for hailstorms and that, you know, that's what keeps us, our business driving. Oh, right, yeah, because people So need, there's yeah. been three hailstorms in, you know, the last six months, being Caloundra, Canberra, now Rockhampton. Is that uncharacteristic for this time of year? Or? It is storm season. Yeah, okay, so it wasn't too so, bad. You know, but, you know, you couple in, in that with the the fires and the floods, it started off quite apocalyptic. It did. And then, well, I guess the next sort of major one was uh, this COVID. pandemic that yeah. we're, we're still living in. You know, that was probably early Feb yep. when you start hearing about the first whole fucking COVID yeah, situation. Yeah, it was before. The, the, the rumbling started beginning of, of the year. Um, but it sort of really hit home. Around uh, March, beginning of March, really, eh? Yeah. I think and, it. and the question that I've been pondering, bro, is it started off by someone buying bat meat. Well, you know, that's what we've been told. Yeah. So is eating bat really worth it? Like, I'd like to know. Uh, it... I would say no. Like, <laughs> there's plenty of other things you can eat that are probably safer and, you know, uh, I guess much of a delicacy. Then bat. Then bat. Yeah, I've, you can't yeah. have them. Well, they, well, they, they're pretty. They're not that big. Yeah, there wouldn't be a lot of meat on them. They're not chicken size. No, not at all. <laughs> so, and, and they're not that great to look at alive, even dead. Yeah, they're ugly fuckers. Yeah. So, well, I don't know if anyone has tried bat. Fucking let me know because I do want to know. You know, was it really worth it? Yeah, it's weird. It's one of those. Um, those are the sort of delicacies, I guess, that are just. Like off the charts, you know, rare. But I mean, who the fuck knows how to cook a bat? Yeah, as well. So, but anyway, I think the bat would had a virus in it, and that's what fucking started this whole thing. So if that wasn't bad enough, and I'm sure there's some other little things that happened along the way. I think America had those murder hornets. 
as well. <laughs> you know? like, what doesn't America Yeah, oh, and yeah, the, they seem to blow everything up to, uh, you know, out of proportion. But that was a thing. Like, murder hornets in itself is not a good thing to say that you, you <laughs> have to look out for. Yeah, Have a great time. Some like, things are better left unsaid, eh? Those murder hornets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and then we get to the most recent um, happenings in, in the world which obviously America has kind of been a big part of as well, and, and these, uh, not riots, protests of you know, Black Lives Matter and, and the police brutality and stuff, which only seems to have gotten worse since yeah, this whole shit started. it has. It's, it's only become, I don't know, more available to the yeah, media the, and that. Like yeah, they're actually yeah, yeah, scrutinizing yeah. down and they're having a look and... Now all these other videos are starting all the to eyes come are to on light, them, yeah. and it's fucking ridiculous. So, obviously, 2020 is, is fucked. We're only halfway through the year. But America's fucked. Yeah. I've, more. <laughs> and I've, I've mentioned it, not on this platform, but I've mentioned it before, like, we should just restart 2020 once all this shit blows over. <laughs> because it's been fucked. Yeah. I wouldn't mind staying 28 for an extra year. <laughs> Well, not only that, it's, you know, when they, they write the history books, you know, they'll be like, you know, this is what happened in in 2017, this is what happened in 2018, you know, this is what happened in 2019, and then this is what happened in 2020, volume one, 2020, <laughs> volume two, 2020, volume three, because <laughs> this is so and, much shit. And in 30 years' time, you know, kids are going to be turning around and be like, oh, Karakia Mitch, how did you survive getting through 2020? <sighs> And there'll be videos of me going, of doing like, vortexes. TikTok was a TikTok videos and vortexes and shit. Like that's how we did it. Yeah. That's how we did it. You young people, you don't know. How did you get through twenty twenty? Ah, vortexes and fucking TikTok. <laughs> oh, classic. Um, yeah. So, like, we can't let the podcast go. Uh, you know, on end without addressing these, or not addressing them, just acknowledging that they exist because it's a moment in time that we're in, living in at the moment. So, as a record, yeah. let's just highlight that how fucked this crazy planet is, and and that we're all in it together, obviously. But yeah, turns out, you know, is what I felt all along. Racism is bad. <laughs> it's bad, and it's there. It's still yeah. there. Yeah, it's still there. No, and look, not just in America, like. I'm pretty sure New Zealand's just as bad as any other place in the world. Like, may not be too, um, because I think Maoris really don't sort of consider themselves an oppressed people. Disadvantage, yeah, yeah, maybe, but not oppressed. Um, even the effects you can still see the effects here in Australia. Like, I've travelled fucking, you know, to some remote places of Australia. I worked up in Darwin for a year, bro, and you can still see the effects that racism has on the Aboriginal culture up there, man. They're that behind the times, bro, and that they just... You can just see how much they've suffered, bro, just how the way that they're living, the way that they're treating each other, the way that they treat everybody up there is from those effects of racism and colonisation, bro. It's fucked. Yeah, Australia's probably, I would say, a a lot worse than New Zealand. for New Zealand, I think it's we're probably not as um, nice or, or you know uh, accommodating to immigrants, um, and whether that be 
both from the Asian community or Indian community, I, yeah, I feel that there's a lot of racism towards those people from New Zealanders. Especially, and, and even here in Australia, bro, like, it's, it's, it's fucked up. Like, I don't understand it. I don't consider myself as a racist person. I give everyone else the benefit, you know, everyone that they deserve. You know, if you're a good person, you're a good person. I don't yep, give a fuck if you're black, exactly how white, I feel, bro. yellow, purple. Yeah. Oh, you don't care less. You don't need to be a specific race to be an idiot. It's <laughs> <No. laughs> being an idiot is non-discriminative of anyone. Like as um, you would know on this podcast, we have family members we consider, <laughs> you know, that we love and that we cherish. But you're still a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter what the color of their skin or their background, right? You know, if you're an idiot, you're yeah, you're lumped in with all the other idiots. But regardless of race, um. So yeah, that's I guess all I wanted to really sort of touch on there. Um, what a fucking crazy time! Like we were saying this a few months ago, like fuck, what a crazy time we're living in, and it's just gotten progressively worse. It has. Big ups to those two astronauts that fucking fled the planet though, way. Eh? <laughs> like, fuck this shit, I'm out of here. <laughs> See you fellas later. Fucking hell. How do I get on that? Yeah. Uh, so you know. The human race is capable of some pretty amazing things. Um, part of the world hasn't really caught on yet. Nah. Um, I want my flying cars, damn it. And I want, like, <laughs> space travel. Just, and just I want, a hoverboard. Give me a hoverboard. A, like, all the shit we were promised in 2020. <laughs> I know. And we get fucking virus-ridden bats. I think the time TikTok. is... <laughs> <laughs> Forest rhythm bats, TikTok, and fucking vortices. <laughs> I think that's going to be the episode title was, for the podcast. This where week. was this? A Back to the Future. Fucking Marty McFly no, never did a vortex. Fucking lied to us. <laughs> he promised lied. us fucking hoverboards, and we got vortices and TikTok. Yep, that's why twenty twenty is fucked, mate. That's what we ended up with. But um, oh, just on the back of that, we might as well wrap that section up. Like, if anyone is experiencing, um, you know, because, oh, man, oh, I'm feeling rather fatigued with everything that's going on. Yeah. I, I probably should probably stop watching the news. But, you know, happy to reach out to any of the cousins that want a little bit of a chat, put things in perspective. And I hope this podcast does allow you to sort of just forget the, the shit that's happening around and, and you know, laugh and, and enjoy yourselves, really. Pretty much, so exactly, yeah. Um, love you guys. Um, while we're talking, actually, because we do do a um a section sort of this week in in Cuz Chat, we reach out to the Cuzzies every now and then, and and we ask them about some topics that they wanted to talk about as well. So some of these stories we've got through from the old Cuz Chat uh, just recently, we wanted to kind of run through. Uh, some of them pertain to the Joe Royal. So yeah. uh, we we had a little bit of validity. On uh, the story that we just shared. Yes, independent uh, <laughs> verification from uh, old Kiwi. Um, so we might as well start with that. So our, our story earlier about Joe Royal taking a girl home. Uh, this is what Kev wrote. Got heaps of Royal stories. At 14, 15, so this is the age that he was when this <laughs> happened. He took a girl home to Regents. I wasn't even there. So <laughs> you Kev's can, not even You there. can imagine how comfortable he feels there to be like, I'll just take you back to my second mum's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I don't know what he told him who what he told this girl who it was. Um I, I can see it. I can I can see like his, his thinking in it too, bro, because he would have been like, Yeah, I'll go back to Regents. 
pop on these, they stay downstairs. I can get into the house by going up the veranda up the balcony, yeah. and walking in through the lounge <laughs> and going into a room there. So I'm sweet. As long as I can get into that fucking lounge room, it's smooth sailing it's for smooth me sailing, from there. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> so, and yeah, uh, he wasn't even there. He asked Pop the next day if he could borrow his ute to take her home to Tūrangi. So, confirmed. That was a thing that happened. Joe, you grub. Um, apparently, he loves to get naked as well. Yeah, Joe. so does Kieran. Yeah, I think they're proud supporters of Nude Day. Yep. Uh, and have partook in various activities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, um, Kieran, for one, I remember going around to his place on Acacia <laughs> Bay Road, yeah. and he's out there mowing the lawns nude. Because <laughs> it's got the old fella hanging out. <laughs> I think there was a trampoline at one stage yeah. as well. <laughs> Popping backies and shit. Uh, yeah, we have the cheek to call Miles Wookie. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> well, he was probably a little bit slimmer back then, but uh, not by much. Yeah, but um, still the same amount of hair on him. And uh, yeah, some of the other co- comments coming through now were not so much about Joe, but we were sort of discussing something earlier on today, and we won't kind of get into what what it was exactly, but there was some uh, talk about you know not getting paid for work and and that sort of stuff, and. Um, Miles has chimed in with his kōro showing him how to drive a tractor in about 13 seconds uh, and he let the clutch out and nearly collected him <laughs> in the, while driving the, the hay truck um, he didn't get paid for that uh, for about a year or so he reckons after that um, that's think, is, I uh, think very true to form to, to well, Charlie Truman <laughs> well, yeah would that be the old fella yeah Charlie Truman yeah yeah I've got a good story about him oh okay I've got a great story about the old fella Truman yeah alright well um well, this on the back of another one here uh, that Miles posted, which uh, Uncle Moz paid me for doing the hay for Vernon with a six-pack of woodies, uh, which his, his mum then took him off because he was underage. <laughs> <laughs> um, she probably drank them too. <laughs> yeah, she would have, yeah, for sure. Um, but apparently it was Moz's birthday on the 31st as well. Yeah, right. Yeah, so Classy it's another Moz. birthday we must have a birthday, Moz. Um. Yeah, and just not getting paid like correctly. If you're working for family, especially, uh, Jordan reckons you only got two hundred bucks for the whole time they were at Lockerbie. Oh, that's harsh. Wow, we were there for a couple of weeks. <laughs> wow, <at least>. like, <laughs> busting your ass too. Like every way, would have been like solid days and you know in the heat and the fucking whatever. Um, so that's a shocker, mate. Um, so I'll. Josh has got uh, a little comment about Coral uh, Charles as well, about being the, the worst for pay rates on the hay. Um, Josh had already had three or four years' experience and went and done a day for him as he had no workers. Um, worked out my pay when he got back. Um, it was like five cents a bail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ratchet. <laughs> Tough, man. Uh, oh. Tough. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, or Jordan's asking about the pop to take the. Yes, he did. Yeah, so your story about Charlie Truman. How, yeah, how was the old fella. So I've, you know, I've known known Charlie Truman fucking most of my life. You know, yeah, we'd yeah. always go back see Nanny Way and go and see the yeah. old fella and say hello and make sure like he knew who I was. You know, so I grew up thinking, you know, fucking obviously he he's an he outstanding knows, citizen. Yeah, and and he knows who I am. Yeah, so. My 21st birthday, I had it at the golf club and um, 
as you do, you go around and make sure you thank everyone for for coming and supporting you on your 21st birthday. And I get to Charlie Truman. And I've had a few beers and that, and I go up to him and I said, Ah, oh, Charles, how are you, mate? Fucking thank you for coming. And he turns around to me at my 21st and says, Oh, who are you? <laughs> Classic Charlie, bro. That's important. I don't know. There's a hint of like, I'm just playing around and a hint of like, yeah, I actually don't know who you are. <laughs> I remember just looking at the old man and just giving him that look like, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> oh. Yeah, oh, I think I may have seen this one before too. I was sitting outside the Raza waiting for mum. I think she's finishing a shift. Um, so I was sitting out at the car. I was driving and had the door open. And then Charlie pulls up, gets out and kind of has to walk past me to get get into the Raza. I was like, hey, Charlie, how you going? You doing all right? And he sort of just didn't stop stride, bro. Just keeps walking. He goes, oh, you don't really mean that. You don't want to know how I am. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't, but you know, I was just making conversation, you old fuck. Yeah. I have a time limit here, Matthew. Yeah, I'm not going to waste hey, it speaking to you. Fucking him and my grandfather were fucking thick and seen, oh, bro. Those two. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't yeah, know. He probably would be fucking going to catch up with old fucking Brycey in the. Oh, in the right. yeah, I don't know. If I was driving, it probably would. Yeah, it may have passed on, but it was a mango though, so it might, might have still been alive. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I always remember that. Didn't even break stride, bro. Just kept walking into the pub. Yeah, the old Buffalo Club members, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different breed, bro. Different breed. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Especially if they're only playing five cents a bale. Fucking <laughs> 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 ripping you off. Oh, sorry, Rodders. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, well, well, apart from that little segue, uh, we'll just get back into uh, our scheduled uh, discussion topic. And look, putting all that, the, how... 2020 is fucked aside. Uh, hopefully, there is a bit of light at the end of the tunnel. We wanted to kind of say, yeah, look, keep an eye out for these little shining rays of light because uh, one of them being uh, Daniel Carter is back yes. in New Zealand playing rugby for the Blues. The Blues of um, all teams, yeah. Yeah. So, my first thought would have been, you know, if he wanted to give back to New Zealand rugby, he would be going back to his roots. You know, he played. Uh, Crusaders for most of his um, career in Super Rugby. Yeah, because I, I understand, like I'm no, I don't keep up with the rugby, but just sort of what I've seen from the story of Daniel Carter back. Was it Liam McDonald's coach? Good mate, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that connection there is probably what convinced Dan to come back, and this whole sort of COVID thing probably helped as well for him to be able to come back to New Zealand and play here. And his, obviously his contract must have been up overseas. But the thing that struck me is he's only getting paid 1800 bucks a week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I read on, on one sort of article. Say, as a replacement player, they would be obliged to be paying him $1,800 so a week. So replacement player, I mean, I, I envision that as someone who, you know, comes on in the last 20 minutes or something, or, you know, if someone gets injured. So for the majority of the time you'd probably be on the bench or man on well, they've man signed, kit it up. They've signed Bowden Barrett as well, yes, who's, you know, yes. quite a gun first five. Current uh, you know, you know uh, current all black. All black, yeah. Um, so who who is able to play out, out the back as well. Uh, oh, you know, full back. multiple times, yeah. Um and then they've got all to their black as well, who plays, you know, first five, second five. Um so they've they've you know, their their midfield sort of players they're stacked, wouldn't yeah. you think? 
so begs the question then like what is he going to do like um is he going to be obviously they his experience and you know um his name for one you know oh his name for one but his experience and and probably being able to communicate uh things with players and i don't know just that leadership even off the field yeah um, yeah i think it would you know you're getting your 1800 dollars worth yeah but what's he doing like the rest of his time like sort of just uh kicking back and I don't know, maybe go white baiting with Beaver or something. He <laughs> <laughs> gets the call. Oh, yes, sir, I can't play. We just uh, going out to some white bait. What's that? What's that? Can't hear you. <laughs> so, yeah, like that's a good news. Hopefully, because the, the, um, is the, the rugby season still about to kick off? It is. Soon, or? Yeah, well, we're still waiting for the for the rugby unions to sort of kick off. As you know, the league has um already started. Yeah, yeah. And they've um they've done well getting cardboard cutouts of fans in the stands and and applying some sort of um background noises. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They can play some recorded like crowd sounds. <laughs> but I think they have um the latest is they're looking at allowing a certain number of people into the stadiums. Yeah, they haven't uh, they haven't exactly disclosed how many. No, no, because they have to maintain that social distancing. Um, so yeah, that's a way I think just to maybe get some support for the teams because the uh, the old Broncos got crowds the other day. Yeah, fifty nine nil or something. Embarrassing for them. Unheard of. Unheard of. Especially at that level of footy, you know, you're expecting. And and, and when you look at Brisbane, Brisbane's fucking huge, bro. There's probably at least half the population in Brisbane than the entire population of New Zealand. So it's not like yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. a short um, selection of players. You know, there's there's some quality players that are in the Brisbane region. And to come up against the Roosters, you know, it's just embarrassing, you know. Fuck yeah, and me. Sydney's got how many teams? Sydney's got multiple teams, yeah, you know. Yeah. And, the, and the Roosters <laughs> being based around Bondi and that, you know, where their feeder clubs would be, you know, you'd, you'd think. They've got a smaller selection of players, which it's hard to say because you've got to think of the NRL as a business as well. So they'll just pluck players from wherever to get to where they need to be. But fuck me, 59-0 as a first grade. And you can't really learn anything from that, can you? Like, because of every facet of your game has been dominated. Like, where do you start? And then to have, after the game, um, none of their the captain or none of one no one actually stood up and fronted the media in a press conference except for the coach. So that speaks of volumes of their leadership qualities within the team as well, you know. They gotta answer for something. Especially at that, that level where they're getting paid that much amount of fucking money anyway. Yeah, well I mean hopefully this is what Dan Carter can do for the Blues because, you know, they've struggled, I think, in yeah. the last few tournaments. So hopefully they his experience does bring some uh, benefit. Fucking like oath, and looking back, like good growing up, paper, they're a good team. Yeah, even growing up, man, the Blues were always a quality team. Yep. You know, going back to Super Twelve days, yep. um, it was always either the Crusaders or the Blues that were, you know, chomping at the bit to get in the finals. Yeah, yeah. Whereas now it's completely different. Yeah, so looking for some good games, uh, and hope Dan gets a bit of a run as well. So, yep, look at the silver linings, uh, cousins. You know, no matter how dark times are. At least we've got some small pleasures to look forward to. Um, so, 
yeah, look, uh, summing up the week for us, I guess, uh, since the last episode, I, I think I mentioned uh, bought a pod, uh, bought a uh, skateboard. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we've we've been hitting the pump track of, of late, which is if you look, if you Google Bracken Ridge Skate Plaza, um, this is the track that we're talking about. There's tons of photos people are taking and that sort of stuff, but it's basically a a pump track that consists of I don't know what, six linked runs. Yeah, they they all interlock. They all you, yeah intertwine, and you can kind of pick your route and you know uh, that sort of stuff. And it, I'm using it as a, a way to get some cardio and and do a little bit of fitness. That's fun because I'm not into sort of anything. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm like that too. If I can trick myself into doing things That's that it. is um you yep. know good for your well being, then yep. fucking so be it. It's and, a lot easier. I you think, know, like it was than... the other night. Was it fucking Tuesday night? We caught up. Yeah. And had a blast around the fucking... <laughs> we could, like, 7.30 at night heading off to the, the skate the park for, for a bit of a, a pump session. <laughs> uh, and it was good fun. And that time of night, there's hardly anyone there. So you don't have to worry about fucking little kids on scooters and shit like that. I think that's the thing I was most um, surprised at. If they keep the lights on till like, 10 p.m. at night. Yeah. And yeah, you can just crazy. cruise around yeah. and... It was fucking dead set. A whole lot of fun, man. Get it back out there and carve it around on the skateboard. And it has been proven to be a bit of a, a workout. Like a, <laughs> the old heart rate monitor on my phone reckons I was up to 140 BPM the other night. Yeah. Which, man, oh, like, yeah. I don't reach that very often at all <laughs> with anything I do. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, it's been heaps of fun hitting that pump track. So if you get the chance, check it out. And, um, as I said last week, you're too old, mate. You're too old. No way. Go. Um, I probably should have sought some doctor's advice first, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was at the end of it thinking, oh, I should have fucking sat down next to old mate and done some stretches. Before. Yeah, yeah. Because it's surprising there are a couple of mature age people that that go there, and there was a couple of dudes there that that one guy there was he must have spent a good fifteen was, twenty minutes just stretching. Yeah, he was a blader. So you, yeah, yeah. You um, need it. But then he only stayed there for like 15 minutes. Like he yeah, was yeah, gone. Yeah. Like oh, he, he reckons that was his warm up, bro. Then he was going over to um, oh, the slopes pump, and shit. Yeah. Pump track first and then hit the actual like skate, skate park. park that's yeah, next yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah bro. Right, okay. That makes a bit more sense then. But yeah, we've had um, a lot of older people on, on rollerblades or like longboards. I've, I've been there a couple of times and there's been people come out and they're wearing like pads and everything so you know they obviously may have a little bit more to lose or risk uh, <laughs> maybe a little bit more adventurous than i we, am where we turn up shorts singlet. shorts <laughs> <laughs> no protective gear no, at all no well you just don't plan to fall then you, you should be right yeah yeah that's that's the way <laughs> no, i'm we, not gonna fall off no i think i said that to the missus before i walked out she's like if you get hurt don't call me don't <laughs> ring me i don't want to hear about it i'm not gonna get hurt girl <laughs> uh, it's all good so yeah, that was pretty fun. Uh, a good time. I'm trying to teach the young fella as well. They've never really ridden skateboards before, so which is which is weird, eh? Because like our generation was everything to do. If it, if it had wheels, fuck, we'd work out how to how to ride it. Skateboards, rollerblades, mountain boards, bikes. Yep, yep. I can say I'm comfortable on all of those. Um, skateboards more so with the mountain boards that I used to ride so it was yeah picked it up pretty easy again like just the balance and transfer of weight 
uh, that sort of stuff. So, yeah, he's fun, but the young fellas can uh, a bit of a lesson, I guess. And it's one of those things you got to kind of find your feet on your own. You can't yeah. you, know, you get as many people can tell you stuff; it just kind of confuses you. You just got to get a feel for it. So, uh, while I'm heaving in on the park bench from doing a run and trying to get my breath back, he's doing a couple of runs, just trying to get familiar with it as well. So. That's good. Good way for for bonding as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so, just getting out there and having a bit of exercise, which doesn't come too often. Yeah, no, not in an office job that I've got anyway, <laughs> for sure. But uh, yeah, it's been good fun. So keep an ear out for some updates. There, <laughs> there could very well be some poor form or uh, slight maiming involved <laughs> coming up in the future for sure. Fucking oath. Fucking oath. Um. Well, well, I think we've kind of reached the end of our. Um, discussion. Uh, I think Taz Chat's gone a little bit quiet now. So, unless there's anything else that you wanted to add, there is. There's one little little thing, bro. It's my mate, fucking Daniel Healy. You know, I've been giving him a whole lot of stick <laughs> uh, these past few weeks, bro, of just showing consistent poor form. <laughs> and um, he's been loving it, bro. He rings me up and he's like, "Fuck, I showed my mate this and." Fuck, he was just in stitches, bro. He fucking loves what you're doing about <laughs> the the whole podcast thing. And, oh, yeah. You know, he's giving us a rap and whatnot. And anyway, okay. I'm parked up at home last night and I get this video sent to me and he's um, him and his missus walking along the beach and they're both looking out in one direction. And then he does the old spin around and drops down on one knee and proposes really? to his um, now fiance. So, Daniel, I know you listen to the podcast every week, bro. And I didn't want to comment on any of the Facebook or Instagram things that were happening because I know that we had this platform here. My bro, congratulations to you and B, fucking well done. Congratulations to the future Mr. and Mrs. Healy. Fucking Yay. too much, my bro. Too congratulations, much. Daniel. That's probably the, the best form of seeing <laughs> out of you yet. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking great form, man. You know, you've... You've had a few poor form stories come up on the old <laughs> podcast, but now you've got the fucking form to beat my bro. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Awesome. Yeah. Congratulations, Daniel. It's um good to see some some good things coming out of this year. Like we spent a whole lot of time fucking talking negativity about twenty twenty, but my bro, you've taken it Light and at the end of the put time. a fucking positive spin on it. And uh congratulations to you and your partner, my bro. Yeah, congratulations. Because you know. That's what it's all about. Fuck a name, bro. Fuck a name.